This morning we hear Paul speak to the church in Thessalonica and also by God's Spirit to us as well. Uh, we'll be reading verses 1 through 12 of chapter 2. For you yourselves know, brothers, that our coming to you was not in vain. But though we had already suffered and been shamefully treated at Philippi, as you know, we had boldness in our God to declare to you the gospel of God in the midst of much conflict. For our, for our appeal does not spring from error or impurity or any attempt to deceive. But just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak, not to please man, but to please God who tests our hearts. For we never came with words of flattery, as you know, nor with a pretext for greed, God is witness. Nor did we seek glory from people, whether from you or from others, though we could have made demands as apostles of Christ. But we were gentle among you, like a nursing mother taking care of her own children. So being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves, because you had become very dear to us. For you remember, brothers, our labor and toil. We worked night and day that we might not be a burden to any of you while we proclaimed to you the gospel of God. You are witnesses, and God also, how holy and righteous and blameless was our conduct toward your, you believers. For you know how, like a father with his children, we exhorted each one of you and encouraged you and charged you to walk in a manner worthy of God, who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. This is God's word for us this morning. On Friday afternoon, my wife and I went to see uh, Jesus Revolution. And uh, I, I would recommend it to you, anyone who um, would like to see it. It's a great movie. It's uh, pretty much a picture of what we read here about how a pastor named Jim became that person who welcomed people into his church and basically did it in the format that Paul uses this morning or talks about this morning. I'm not going to use too many illustrations from that movie because that was something that happened back in the 70s uh, and our situation is a little different than his and theirs was. But we want to think about how Paul was speaking of being an encouraging um, blessing to the people of God. And think about how, what that looks like for us, uh, both in the church and in our community. As Paul is continuing his conversation with the, the Thessalon Thessalonians, he talks about the reality that he dared to declare the gospel of God in spite of great opposition and suffering. I think it's important for us to think about uh, these words because on the one hand, we are facing more opposition, more uh, difficulty in sharing the good news of the gospel. 
Paul talks about what, uh, how he had been treated in Philippi. In Philippi, he had come and, and he, in the process of being there, he healed a woman who had um, been enslaved to, um, to be able to, to prophesy uh, for the benefit of the people who, who were her owners. And that got them into trouble. Uh, they ended up being put in jail. And, of course, they were released from jail through the um, earthquake. But they were also shamed because they were mistreated. It had not been a good experience for them. They come to Thessalonica, and in many ways, it's the same thing. People do not want to hear what they have to say. I think it's that way for us as well. Um, I did not actually see the commercial that uh, Jesus Gets Us that was part of the Super Bowl. But I did see a couple of days later on uh, a Facebook post that this was, there was an individual who was trying to make the case that that statement was hate speech. We live in a world where most of the time we want to believe what we want to believe and we'll make a case for that. We do not want to listen to the truth. Yet we also need to dare to hear Paul and recognize that he is calling us, that God is calling us to dare to share the gospel of God. To realize that we are speaking the truth of God and people need to hear it. In, in the movie, The, the Jesus Revolution, um, one gentleman points out to Pastor Jim that these hippies, these people who were gathering and doing all of these crazy things were really looking for the same thing, just in all the wrong places. They were looking for love, just not finding it. And as a result of that conversation, conversation Pastor Jim was willing to dare to share the gospel with this group that the rest of his church had, did not want to have anything to do with. But I also think it's important for us to, to hear Paul say he dared to share the gospel. That really struck me. Because I find myself so much wanting to share the word of God, wanting to share the law, to lay down the law. We need to help them to figure out that they really are in bad place and they really need what we have to say. But that drives people away. Paul said we dare to share the gospel, his gospel, with you. And I think that makes all the difference in the way that we think about how we present the gospel and God to others. It's not about laying down the law. It's about telling them that God loves them, that God in Christ, as we're celebrating in this Advent season, God in Christ forgives us because of what Christ has done. He loves us, and he loves them. And I think that is a message that we need to remember to take as we live our lives, as we deal with the people that we don't really like. Our message is followers of Christ, God loves. 
God is willing to meet you where you are. God wants you to know what he has done. You need to be willing to dare to share his gospel. Not just his word, his law, his judgment, but first and foremost, help people to realize they are loved in Christ. The second thing I, I think about in this particular passage is that he talks about the reality of daring to share life with them. He talks about living among them uh, in a way in which they, they do not become a burden to them, about being open and honest with them about their intentions, about not seeking to take advantage, to beat them down or to uh, gain wealth by uh, their time with them. Rather, they live among them as a mother taking care of her own children. Think about a mother giving her life to the care and nurture of a child. As we live as God's people in this community, in together in uh, this place, we are encouraged to be gentle and kind and to give, live life with one another. I think this is especially true as we think about uh, the community that we live in as we go out from this place. Our focus ought to be on sharing our lives, sharing our good news with them. Not just giving them the impression that we're simply there to get something from them. Like a nursing mother taking care of her children. So we were with you. Sharing not only the gospel, but also ourselves. Because you had become dear to us. Thirdly, they, um, Paul talks about how as a father instructs his children, um, they also did that. I think about uh, the time when, or the times as our family was growing up, when it came time for our children to get a driver's license. It was my job to teach them, to prepare them for the tasks that they were going to have to take. It was more than just, uh, this is what you got to do, this is how you got to do it. It was working with them. It was training them. It was discipling them and what they were going to need to do to succeed in passing the test. So too it is with us as, as God's people, as uh, his representatives, our, our desire, our goal as a father uh, to encourage, to discipline, to grow the grace and love of God in the people around us ought to be a major part of how we live. I do love the picture in the movie, and I'm not giving too much away, when Pastor Jim talks to uh, Greg, a young person who was full of, of this, the gospel and wanted to share it, wasn't sure how to do it at that point, and had been, uh, de been denied an opportunity. And uh, Pastor Jim gives him the keys to a church that he had bought. And basically said, and, and Greg's 
argument against that was, oh, I can't be as good as you. To which Jim, Pastor Jim said, no, you can do better. He had spent enough time with this, this Greg to know that God had called him to something even greater than what he himself was involved in, in the community that he was in. And said, don't follow me, follow God. You have all of the tools necessary to do what he's calling you to. He encouraged, built into, brought this person along, seeing God at work in his life and recognized that God was going to use him in a special way. I think that's a picture for us as, as we look at our children, as we look at our young people, as we look at one another. Make it our goal, make it our aim to encourage, to build, to discipline in a way that builds them so that they are ready to take their place. We are called to be an encouraging presence in the world around us. Our children need to understand that we are there to encourage and uh, give our lives to them. Our young people need to understand that whatever they're going through, we have their back. We want them to know that God loves them, that God has a plan for them. And even us as we get older, we need to be reminded from time to time of all of these things. That it's not about the law of God, it's about the grace of God. Jesus didn't come just to teach us how to live. He made the way possible to truly live. He didn't come to take it to build himself up, but to build us up. As a mother, her nursing child, giving his life for his glory, for God's glory. And we need to encourage one another to grow and to live out the life that God is calling us to. If we do that, we will have an encouraging presence, not only with each other, but also as his people in his world. Amen. Lord God, thank you for your word. Thank you for uh, the work that the Apostle Paul did in bringing that good news, uh, daring to share your gospel. Help us to also share your gospel, not ours, not words of judgment, not um, words of pain, but words of love. For you so loved the world that you gave your son to save it and to give those who believe in him life with you. Lord, help us to share that good news, that message, not only with word, but in our lives, even as Paul did. Shape us to be people who bring others to you. In Jesus' name, amen.